Hey guys, Mike Siciliano here, your Consuming Self Boss Marketing Tips. Thanks so much for joining me. Today, we're gonna get our hands dirty. We're gonna roll up our sleeves and get our hands dirty uh, because I'm gonna show you how to set up a search-based ad campaign. I am a practitioner. I have done everything that I discuss on this channel from business startups um, to advertising to design to web design. I know how to do it and I'm gonna show you how to do it too. So today, as I mentioned, search-based ad campaign. Let's set it up. You're gonna start by navigating to ads.google.com and you're gonna enter your business information, your billing information, and just set up your general ad account. After that, you're gonna be brought to a screen that looks something like this. Click the blue plus and we're gonna set up a new campaign. So, what is the goal for your campaign? Are you driving sales? Are you trying to get more leads, website traffic? product and brand consideration, brand awareness and reach, app promotion, what are you trying to do? For today's episode, I own a plumbing company, Self Boss Plumbing, and I'm gonna be making an ad that is local, it is geo-specific, to drive targeted users into my website where they will either submit a contact form, email me, or pick up the phone and give me a call because my sales process for this fictitious plumbing company can uh, initiate with any one of those points of contact. So. Let's do this. Website traffic is gonna be our primary goal. Now, are you gonna be setting up a search campaign, a display campaign, shopping, or video? Um, your display campaign, that's gonna be used more for a retargeting or a geofencing type of campaign. Your shopping campaign is if you're selling a tangible, physical product, uh, you can set up a shopping campaign. And a video campaign, of course, will be on YouTube and other display networks. For this, we are setting up a search campaign. So I'm gonna go ahead and hit search and enter my website. We'll do haystackmarketing.com and then click continue. Great, give your campaign a name. This campaign is gonna be local to Orlando and it's gonna target a general keyword. So the naming convention is important. As you start running more and more campaigns, you wanna be able to identify what campaign is what within the list. This way, if one campaign is performing better than another, you can see it at a glance and you can jump in and make changes. So below that, you're gonna notice that the ad can be run in the search network or the display network. For this campaign, we're gonna run it only in the search network. Again, the display network, anytime it's a display campaign, there's not quite an intent to purchase. There's not an intent to purchase. We're targeting users based on demographics, based on interest, based on behavior. For a search-based campaign, there's an intent. Somebody will be typing in best plumber in Orlando or plumbing services near me, and those are the users that we wanna target. They're a little bit lower in the, in the marketing funnel. So let's go ahead and unselect display, and we're just gonna be running this as a search-based campaign. Now, this is where we are able to get hyper-local with our ad and only serve people within a specific radius of our business. Now for us, I think 40 miles is enough. 40 miles outside of Orlando as a plumber, I don't wanna drive any further than that to service my clients, otherwise my business isn't profitable. Let's go ahead and select another location. We'll do Orlando, course, and then let's get some outlying locations, Winter Garden, that's a good one. Um, let's do Kissimmee. And again, you're just gonna target areas uh, with high population around your business 
Um, and if you have a business that's specific to a region, go ahead and just target that region. Double down on the people in that region that need your service. So now that we have that set up, you can see it has a pretty good reach. Um, we're looking at 12 to 13 million people within this region uh, that hopefully have a need for plumbing services and will be typing in a query into Google to find your business. So we're gonna do English for the language. Um, the language is great. If I'm targeting an area that has predominantly a Hispanic population or an area that has predominantly uh, an Asian population, I can go ahead and choose the language that I wanna target for that ad. Let's go ahead and scroll down to our budget. Now the budget. This goes back to the keyword planner that I mentioned during my search-based ad campaign video, the previous video, where I gave you a general overview. You need to log into that keyword planner, choose the primary keyword that you're gonna be targeting for this campaign, and look at the average cost per click. See if this makes sense for you. See if a search-based campaign even makes sense for you. If your cost per click is $10 and your average service cost is $200, this might not make sense for you. Now, if your cost per click is anywhere from $1 to $2, Go, go ahead, go for it. We're gonna do an average budget of $20 a day. Let's say best plumber in Orlando, the average cost per click is $2. If I convert one out of every 10 of those, it'll cost me $20 to acquire a new uh, customer. So when I have that new customer, there's also a lifetime value that's added on. You can do an excellent job your first time around, and then you'll be their go-to plumber, or you'll be their go-to uh, person that delivers the service that they need. So let's go ahead and set this for $20. So we'll have a, hopefully, a $20 cost per acquisition if we're capturing the lead at a 10% rate. We'll scroll down. What do we wanna focus on? Well, for this campaign, we wanna focus on clicks. We don't wanna be billed until we have a click. So if you'd like, you can set a max cost per click. This way it doesn't go over your threshold. But again, you should have an idea of what the average cost per click is after you log into that keyword planner and do a little bit of research. I'm not gonna set a max uh, cost per click on this because I want this to outbid my competitors. So I'll scroll down. Great. So now we're talking about ad extensions. If you remember in that search-based campaign video, I mentioned that ad extensions take up more real estate in the search engine results pages in the ad portion. So we want to have as many ad extensions as we can. Remember, I'm self-boss plumbing today. That's my fictitious company. So let's go ahead and add some site links. These are links that are going to link out to other services on your website. So I'm gonna go ahead and just cl click on some of my Haystack marketing links and add them as site links for now. Now the callouts, if you remember, they make the listing more robust. Um, they can be things that will attract the user's attention when they're scrolling through the search result pages, such as free shipping, uh, fast service, excellent customer service, local, family owned and operated, anything that might pique a user's interest into clicking on your ad. So I'll go ahead and click all of these. And then we'll go down to our call extension. This is if you want to accept phone calls. I don't have somebody operating my phone line 24-7. I don't want to accept phone calls in this campaign. I want them to be driven to a dedicated landing page and then fill out a contact form um, or send me an email. Now below are some additional ad extensions that you can use to make this ad more robust, to take up more real estate. Again, as many ad extensions, as many meaningful ad extensions as possible, um, the better. You can do a structured snippet, an app extension, a message extension, a promotion extension, a price extension, or a location extension. So go ahead and play around with those. See how long you can make your ad. 
I'm gonna save and continue and we'll be brought to the ad group page. We're only gonna be running one ad group for this campaign because it is a general campaign. And below we're gonna enter our primary keywords. I have pre-selected best plumber in Orlando as my primary phrase keyword. Um, it had middle level competition, so it wasn't high level competition, which means I won't have to bid as high for the keyword uh, and it'll be easier to rank and be more visible to users who need my products or services. And at the same time, it costs a little bit less per click than just a general plumbing services query did. So let's do plumbing services in Orlando as our primary keyword. Now there's different types of keywords here that you can use. There's broad keywords, there's phrase keywords, and there's exact match keywords. I always stick to phrase keywords. A broad keyword will bring up a wide variety of search terms. So if you have, if you sell custom hats and you select a broad hat keyword, you might get a search query that reads, how do I make a hat? Now as soon as there's how do I, that's a self-help search term. That user is not looking for your products or services. They're looking to serve themselves through Google. So we wanna eliminate those self-help search terms by not using broad keywords. We'll use a phrase keyword. Now, if you identify custom hats as a phrase, then you're limiting the keyword and you're limiting what can be appended uh, or prefixed to that keyword. So let's go ahead and stick with phrase-based keywords. I'm just gonna add one for this campaign, plumbing services in Orlando. This way we can move on. So let's save and continue. Okay, and because we're running a responsive search ad, we can add multiple headlines to this. Google will choose the headline that's best and deliver that to the user who's conducting the query in their search engine. So you'll notice the final URL here, it's just haystackmarketing.com. Ideally, it would be selfbossplumbing.com slash best plumber in Orlando. As I mentioned in the search-based ad campaign, it's important that we create relevancy between the ad and the landing page. Not only because Google scores you based on your relevancy and it'll cost less per click if you're relevant, but also because users will be clicking on this ad with an expectation to see content that relates to their search query when they land on your page. If they don't see it, they're gonna leave and you'll have a high bounce rate. And a high bounce rate affects you negatively with your SEO. So it all plays in together. So we have haystackmarketing.com for our final URL, just for this demonstration. Uh, the display URL, you can add anything you want here. This display URL does not go anywhere. It is just what is displayed to the user. It's what the user can see. So we'll do best plumbing, and we'll identify the location to be in Orlando. Okay, so I have my headlines in. Best plumber in Orlando is our primary keyword, so I use that rate in headline number one. Fast service calls 24-7, very important. Quality work and low prices. Um, your users want urgency. They want what they need fast, especially if you're a plumber and they have a leak. They need you to come out quickly. And then quality work, users do care about the quality of work, especially if you're a plumber. Now, if you're offering a service, quality matters. So go ahead and put quality work and additionally, low prices. Of course, every user out there cares what the cost is and most users are shopping around for pricing. So low prices, make sure your prices are competitive. Below, you'll see two descriptions that I added. As a family owned and operated business, we're the best plumber in Orlando, call us today. Self plumbing offers pipe repair, septic cleanup, leak inspections, and more. So you just wanna add a little bit more about your services and about your company in this description. Again, real estate, let's make it as long as possible. So once you're finished there, go ahead and hit save and continue. And that's it, your campaign's ready. Uh, go ahead and review it, make sure everything's correct, and we can continue to the campaign.
Okay, guys, so that's it. That's your search-based ad campaign. Um, monitor it daily. You wanna go ahead and check the click-through rate. The click-through rate is gonna determine how many people are clicking on the ad as it's being impressed, as it's being served to them. So the click-through rate is important. Adjust the copy if you see a low click-through rate. Your click-through rate should be around 2%. Um, and th that particular metric takes place within the ad. That is your ad. Then, if you're not converting users after they go to your landing page, you wanna make on-page adjustments. The on-page adjustments uh, can be moving calls to action up on the page, changing the copy so that it matches the copy a little bit better within the ad. Um, you can go ahead and change the colors, change the photos, anything that you can think of that might get these users to convert. Again, remember, it's important. You're paying for these leads. So if a lead does come in, answer it quickly. Uh, if the phone rings, go ahead and answer that phone call. Get ready to serve your customers. If an email comes in, immediately reply. Contact form, immediately reply. It's important. You can't let them sit and wait. You can't close these leads in your sales process unless you're doing your part in getting back to them quick enough. And when creating these ads, remember, it's not about what you would do. It's not about what you would want. It's about what your customers would want. If the customer has a need, there's a leak in their house, and they need a plumber out by them quickly, think about what type of search query they're gonna be conducting into Google. Think about what they wanna see on your website. Get inside of the user's head. There is an element of human psychology here. As a business owner, there's always gonna be an element of human psychology because you're selling your products or services to other humans, to other humans who have a need. So if you can't identify the psychology behind what is driving them to your products or services or driving them to have a need, then it's gonna be very, very tough to make money. So all of the concepts that I covered today with the search-based ad campaigns, very surface level, but I wanted you guys to actually see it on the screen uh, and kind of get a feel for how to do it yourself. If you need additional help, haystackmarketing.com as always. Drop a comment on this video. If you're listening through my podcast, go ahead and email me, mike at haystackmarketing.com. I can't wait for you guys to try it. Again, subscribe, share, like, whatever you can to spread the word about this awesome marketing channel so that we can help more people. Thanks, guys.